0: What kind of
1: music are you like? That is one big pile of shit.
0: Those things they say they are just a lot of shit.
1: I year back. Give a shit. <laughs> I never heard such shit. I think
0: the shit's about to the fan.
2: Welcome. It's a, another episode of the what is this? The Silver Emotion podcast. And my name is Will.
1: My name is Stephen.
2: And uh, today we are doing uh, an anime OVA series uh, called Devil Man. Yep. And uh, it's two episodes, and both of them were directed by Umanosuke Ida. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, based on the the, the comic right. by Gonagai. Yep. But first, first, feedback, feedback. Yeah, when when we're not ahead, when and I actually remember to put the things up and we're on time, <laughs> we can do them at the beginning of the episode like this. This is what I prefer, but hey. when we're behind, I have to we have to record them like the week after just so i can put them on the one that's going up anyway we got another feedback from evan all right my friend evan says dude that scene oh he's talking about child's play oh, okay yeah. i should say that <laughs> this what I'm talking about all right so he goes uh dude that scene when chucky comes to life is one of my favorite horror sequences ever It would definitely be on one of those shitty, top scariest horror movie moments on the E! Entertainment Network. (laughs) (laughs) We spend like a good 30 minutes building up, watching Andy interact with Chucky, the mom watching her kid bonding with the doll, happy that he loves Chucky even though she went through hell to get it. Then the babysitter gets murdered in the apartment and things are getting pretty creepy. Andy keeps telling his mom that Chucky says this and Chucky says that and Chucky says rude shit and she keeps saying Andy it's just a doll shut up. And all of this is leading up to this great reveal. <laughs> the mom is meandering about the apartment while Chucky is sitting in the background. She picks up the box that Chucky came in and she's examining it and the fucking battery pack falls out. <laughs> <laughs> So this whole time, the fucking doll never had its batteries. She slowly walks over to Chucky, picks him up, opens his battery compartment, and it's empty. (laughs) Then his fucking head spins around and starts talking. Dude, I swear to God, I just got to chill down my leg writing this. (laughs) It's a really long, expertly crafted buildup. They made sure to emphasize how much Andy keep kept saying, Chucky says this, Chucky says that, all leading up to this reveal. Even though the audience knows this fucking doll is possessed, seeing the main heroine figure it all out in this way is such a great payoff. One of the best, I think. I won't ramble as much as last time, but I liked Chris Sarandon as the detective. <laughs> I like him, too. I just think the character's dumb. (laughs) I think this movie works best because of him and his character. The premise of the entire movie is ridiculous. A serial killer transfers his soul into a doll's body by a voodoo ritual to continue his bloody rampage. Sounds stupid, but it's played straight and realistically for the most part. But slowly the kids... The kid gets all involved with the ridiculous spooky doings followed by the mom. So when all of this ridiculous shit is relayed back to the detective, who is now the only character still grounded in reality, is when a lot of the humor comes out too. He helped keep the movie straight and prevented it from going overboard, and I think that's the key difference in this one compared to the sequels. The sequels were never as grounded in reality like this one was and didn't have a straight main character like Chris Sarandon, who's a great actor, by the way. Yes, he's great in uh, Tom Holland's Fright Night. (laughs) (laughs) So the sequels are more and more absurd. Chucky becomes the source of humor in the sequels as opposed to the situation. Still enjoyable movies, though. I'll shut up now. P.S. One cut of the dead. (laughs) See it. And go into it blind. I'm trying to tell everyone about this gem of a movie, but nobody listens to me. (laughs) Sad face. (laughs) Well, I'm going to listen to you, Evan. I'm going to watch it. It's just, uh, I haven't yet.
1: Matter of one.
2: Yeah, I have to see. I don't know if it's on Netflix or Amazon or one of those other things. But uh, I know it's fairly new
1: mm.
2: so but I, i'm I'm pretty sure that it was it's uh in the the video realm at this point yeah it's not in theaters it's not that new mm. um any thoughts
1: um i i concur sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can't speak for the later chucky movies i haven't seen them but yeah but yeah it's uh uh, that is a very good build up to the reveal, so I think that probably is why I can get over my horror shenanigan boredom. It was because that discovery process of seeing her Yeah. Go through the steps and stuff, you have a story to cling to there. But yeah, it goes somewhere. Yeah. It's not just Chucky bouncing around. There's
2: There's something to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's it's a bit more involved than just the monster running around being a monster. So Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. And uh I, I do wanna say also that next week, Evan, we're gonna do demons. So <laughs> get pumped and watch it five times. <laughs> and get ready for for the experience of demons. I we have neither of us has seen it, so yeah. Look forward to that. Y'all. <laughs>
0: um,
2: so now, uh, on to the Devil Man. Yeah. So Devil Man started as a manga in the 70s.
1: Yeah, very long-running manga, I'm sure, I think, too.
2: Yeah. I looked up, um, I didn't look up, like, the dates or anything, but I saw that, that uh, Gona guy, you know, did the, the manga, and then there was all these novels and stuff, and the novels were written by his brother.
1: Oh, huh. And, like,
2: and, and Gona Guy was, I think, illustrating them or, or something. They were, like, light novels or something. Hmm. And, uh, but his brother, I can't remember his name, but but, uh hi, him and his brother started his company, Dynamic, and, like, together. And so I don't know if they were all involved in in, yeah, yeah. in the productions or what, but at least one of the brothers was writing devil man stories hmm. um, and it, not the original stuff. I think his stuff was like eighties or nineties or something like that. But I thought that was like,
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting.
2: He's uh it's a, it's a family affair, <laughs> the devil man <laughs> series. <laughs> but uh, I guess I gather that these, these, uh, animes that we watched from 1987 this is the first one. And then the second one was yes. 90. 90. Um those are based on the original manga,
1: yeah, I assume so they've kind- they kind of it's kind of the origin of him, and
2: yeah, the first one is basically origin, and then the second one is a little more like
1: yeah, more of a, a
2: here we go adventure. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's devil man, and yeah. now he's doing devil man stuff,
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of only briefly touches upon the broader aspects of it, like. The whole Lord Xenon that they yeah that comes in at the end yeah. of, of the second one. So do you know you've seen? I've seen those big series. The, uh, what, there, there is the series? old seventies TV series, and that goes a little more into things like that, where uh, I believe Xenon was like he was the big leader of all the demons. and yeah. he was sending the demons out to conquer stuff and devil man was kind of standing in their way and kind yeah. interfering and how much that properly reflects the series i don't know because that series is is obviously kind of tailored and contorted into a superhero kind of a formula where devil man becomes this superhero protector of humanity and, yeah uh he like, mm.
2: He's basically that in this. Yeah, thing he kind of he
1: kind of does fill that role as much as you see of him. Yeah, and but like how much of that is like him being that dark claw from Inspector Gadget kind of I'll get you next time villain. Yeah. like is what he totally is in that TV series, and how much that translates to what the uh, actual like uh, yeah proper version of him is. We only see him here in silhouette for like ten seconds. And right. Right all we know is that he's obviously in charge of shit and has power but yeah how that actually plays out <laughs> it doesn't really give us much of a
2: no it sure doesn't you just know that he's the guy that the demons are like <laughs> help me
1: <laughs> you're
2: the what give me your power
1: yeah and he's basically the uh lucifer satan like big big evil demon dude so yeah
2: he looked pretty big. He looked pretty evil. Yeah. So you haven't seen the series, the I ha- old series.
1: Um, I've seen that old TV series, the '70s TV series. Oh, so you have. Okay. Um, it it's very much dumbed down for kids. It's very yeah. much uh, just kind of a straightforward kind of a superhero thing. But so it's I'm I'm never sh- sure quite how much to take that as. A, A direct representation of the manga because the manga is certainly more mature in in tone and content.
2: Have you read the manga?
1: I I think I just read one little issue of it or something. One little one little piece of it where somehow he wound up going back in time and meeting Hitler or something. It was
2: the (laughs) fuck that was not expected.
1: Jesus. Yeah, it was really weird. It was, like, Hitler before he, like, led Germany when he was still young and, like, yeah. kind of dealt with his development into being Hitler. And oh, Jesus. So, it's... it was weird. But yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'm not... I don't remember if it was, like, actual time travel or if he just, like, was some flashback to the past or something that it he was somehow seeing. I don't know. It was oh, Weird. Maybe it was something like that. Uh, that bizarre helmet they found. I was in this just gonna one. say it that, might be something like that.
2: Maybe they found a, a Hitler helmet and put it on his head, and he <laughs> had some kind of fucking acid flashback to yeah, Hitler times.
1: I don't remember that comic book story too well. It was a while ago, and it was just one little part of it. I don't think oh, it was okay. even the, the entire thing. Um, it was just like, oh, devil man, I should see what this is like. I'm like, this is weird, <laughs> huh? <laughs> 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 I, I get the feeling that one uh, works best if you see it in a broader arc rather than just an individual little snippet.
2: Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. It might just be
1: like that, though. But maybe. Maybe <laughs> we <don't> it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Gonagai Guy definitely likes confronting uh, the definition of good and evil. Okay. And you see that most clearly. Kind of here in, like the first episode where it's just like we have to become this demon to fight these other demons and yeah and very kind of heavily plays in is where the main character is this super nice guy yeah who's kind of timid but yes and so him becoming this devil man character is kind of this transformation for him and right uh, and so it, it's definitely do it might actually deal with it even more in the second episode of this where if we go back to the first episode and it defines these demons as having no heart no emotion no love no empathy but the second episode just immediately like not immediately but like at that end when she can't win yeah. And this other demon shows up and it's like it's obvious that he's just in love with her and yeah. he's gonna help her just because he loves her. Not he's not getting anything out of it. He doesn't yeah. even want anything out of it.
2: See, that just didn't make sense to me. <laughs> I mean it made sense. I got what they were doing, but right. I
1: was just like, He's a fucking demon. I thought they were just supposed to like they're just like, kill, kill, kill. And, <laughs> like, ah. and that's the point, And that's what Devilman is always all about, <laughs> is about just confronting that evil. Like, is there no good in evil anywhere? Is, yeah. there, is good really good? Is evil really evil? And I think, if anything, that's kind of where going a guy likes to go with his works, is just confronting that definition and asking if it's true. Yeah. And... Well... <laughs> Yeah, okay. So that's kind of what it is about, just as a concept. Yeah. Is finding good in evil and finding evil in good and and kind of, I guess, just uh, questioning it, not just accepting it, but actually looking at it and understanding it rather than just saying, oh, that's evil because it's evil. Yeah. But actually examining it and knowing that it's evil and knowing that it's good rather than just. Taking it at face value.
2: Okay, yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: At least that's my take on it. Maybe I'm totally off kilter, and he's just crazy and likes pushing buttons. But <laughs> he just likes violence and shit. <laughs> but that's kind of my take on it of just how he approaches things.
2: No, he definitely seems like this kind of like dude that's a provocateur. You know, like he right. wants to <laughs> subvert expectations. And right. I was reading about his his like uh rise to fame or whatever and his first popular manga was like i don't remember what the name was because it was japanese but it was uh like the first erotic comic ever in japan and the pta and all these people were like protesting him and and he eventually wrote that into the story. Right,
1: where, <laughs> he, like, massacred the PTA right. in his story just to piss him off even more. Yeah, and so... <laughs> he's he's kind of like... I don't know, I guess Devil Bear is kind of like a 70s Japanese version of South Park. It's kind of like it's just trying to poke its nose into things and be as uh, I, offensive as it can, Just, but also...
2: yeah, uh, I, w- I don't know that I would say it's like South Park. Like that's so. That's like such a different.
1: Thing. I mean, right? They're totally different. But what they're actually what you're saying, but doing is kind yeah. of like they're sticking a poking a stick in a beehive and right and kind of intentionally just trying to piss people off with what they're saying.
2: Yeah, I would argue that. The Devilman has a lot more subtlety to it (laughs) than a lot of the South Park stuff that I've seen. Some of the South Park stuff is really good. They have some really good social commentary stuff. right? right. But when it was first coming out, like, those first, (laughs) like, and it was a new thing, and they were still actually cutting construction paper, and it was like, man, I don't know. Some of those are just... (laughs) Just fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't know. Cartman getting an anal probe from the aliens. And
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that first episode was pretty <laughs> much. It's just like
2: I don't know. I don't know how much how much actual like.
1: Yeah, how much they grew into that role. I
2: yeah feel like the the later stuff they got more where they're like actually right. making social commentary points and.
1: Yeah, because they, they definitely have a lot of stuff where they do that. Where they, yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah, I'd have to, like, actually go back and look at a chronology of it to see if there's a yeah evolution in how much of that they were doing at first.
2: Yeah, I don't know, because I remember watching the the first ones, like, I watched all of those first ones when they were new, mm-hmm. and just thinking they were just like outrageous fun you know whatever there's like oh my god you could say this on tv this is wild <laughs> i've never seen anything like this it's the fucking late 90s wow <laughs> you know right right and you know you feel like oh it was shit, like, shit's changing
1: it was like oh my god it's the successor to the simpsons was kind of what it felt like in a way of like this is what simpsons was doing but even more of trying to yeah like, I, su- I remember I when simpsons so, yeah like
2: when it first came out, when it out, first yeah. came
1: out, it was like, "Oh my God, it's this cartoon, but it's like, not like kiddie and stupid." Yeah, like it, it, kids saying, "Eat my
2: shorts and stuff."
1: Yeah, it kind of it felt more mature than it was, I guess, in terms of just yeah, it was edgy, I guess, at least for the time. Yeah, yeah, and that, it, and so it was kind of like, "Oh my God, they, they made this show that is, you know, voicing these <laughs> ideas that you would." You would expect to be like, oh no, we can't do that kind of right. thing, and kind of bucking the normal.
2: Yeah, so I guess they are kind of cousins to Devil Man in, in a way. Yeah. yeah,
1: distant cousins, I guess. But right. I, kind of yeah, I just don't pushing the boundaries that exist at the time. Right.
2: But I just would never have thought of that, like, as <laughs> to connect the two because they're just so different. But right, I understand right. what you're saying. But, yeah, so Devilman, uh, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's pushing any boundaries now, though. Like, And, I obviously, yeah, it's yeah. old, so, you know, you have to think about it in the time. Right. And yeah. I don't know what, like, early 70s Japan was like <laughs> when the Devilman stuff was first coming out and, and even... 80s Japan. I don't right like don't know and shit about Japan. Yeah, and
1: by the time these OVAs came out, this was kind of old news. So yeah, I don't think that <clears throat> these specific OVAs were pushing any real boundaries. Yeah, say I mean, they well, were gorier than usual, I guess. But yeah,
2: I mean, the first one seems really gory, and then the second one, it seems like was there really any gore at all? And then towards the end, <laughs> there's some, but like
1: yeah. The second episode was more just filled with nudity, but
2: there's yeah, there's some at the beginning, and it's not like I wouldn't say it's filled it just seemed like it was you know okay, here's a few things here and there, and I don't know,
1: yeah, it just I mean, didn't
2: seem that bad Yeah, you know,
1: I guess it's just the second half fact that Maki's just in the bath and running around naked for the rest of the episode and but she's like, never wearing clothes anyway. And-
2: but that girl that he lives with, like, that's only a small actual piece in time of that episode. It's right, not like,
0: right.
2: Because, like, she's theoretically naked the whole episode, but, like, there's a half an hour chunk where she's not in it. She's just... right. She's just in bed laying there. Yeah. And they but show that, her at the that end. That half
1: hour is fighting Sirene who's just completely topless the whole time.
2: <laughs> yeah. But like I don't even I mean, I guess, yeah, she is, but I didn't even like really notice, <laughs> I didn't it. Even notice it. I mean it's there, but it's like, like I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: not played up to be sexy. It's just that's the character design and it's there.
2: Right. And I guess it's partially the character design, just to be like that, but
1: right, right.
2: I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I guess gore wise, the second episode isn't so much. It's uh,
2: yeah. I thought it was pretty tame compared to yeah, the first one. Yeah. The first one,
0: like, yeah.
1: The first one had a lot more just demon weirdness. Yeah, it's got a lot more going. Yeah, he had that fun shotgun that was just uh, yeah. the demons with.
2: Yeah, it seemed like there were, maybe there wasn't that much in the first one either, because I'm trying to think back, and it's like, I don't know. I guess
1: it would mostly be in that weird rave where they were just tearing up the other demons. Yeah, that stuff. little
2: rock and roll thing.
1: Yeah.
2: See,
0: <laughs>
2: classic 80s. <laughs> there's a there's time for some live music it's one of my favorite things in 80s movies so i appreciated that here it is in 80s japan and it was weird because it's like this fucking his friend rio is like oh you know i gotta share with you my my father's you know horrific inheritance <laughs> yeah. and he's like going through all this stuff about the demons and you're stuff. you're in
1: like this abandoned mansion that's all yeah. dark and creepy you know, like, just open the door there's a fucking rave going we're on like what the fuck is like what <laughs>
2: and i've rewound it because i was like did i miss did they get in a car and go somewhere like did i just see what i thought i saw did they just go they went into the basement. <laughs> there's just like, a fucking rage and they going on. Opened, yeah, and they they opened the door, and there's just all these punk kids, like, fucking dancing and shit.
1: Like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, it's the 80s. Yeah, pretty much. That, I, I remember that really throwing me off the first time I watched those two. I was just like, wait, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, it surprised me. I liked it. I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Anytime there's a... A live music setting in an in a 80s thing i'm 100 for it whether it makes sense or not but it just, yeah i just did not expect that at all really threw me for a loop
1: <laughs> threw Acura for a loop too he walks in like what
0: the hell is this uh, yes <laughs>
1: like, yes i love how he's all dramatic about it too it's just like it's like welcome to hell <laughs> but it was just a fucking party going right, like what the fuck that's so weird in the older TV series, like, that happens kind of right at the beginning. Like, because you have the opening where his parents are exploring that archaeology. Yeah, site. the ice thing? Yeah, like, he, in the TV series, Akira is there with them. Oh, okay. And so, his, like, the whole team gets killed, and that that's when they're all possessing these other people, and the demons are coming into Earth that way, and he gets possessed by Amon. This...
2: Oh, right then and there. Yeah, and oh. so
1: that's, so he gets possessed, like, right off the bat. Oh, in, wow. in the TV series, and here it kind of builds more into it and sets that up for like yeah. an entire episode of this.
2: So, <clears throat> his friend is still in the show. No, his friend's not in the show.
1: Not that I, I don't remember him being there at all. Oh, so it does. So that's something that wasn't even.
2: Oh, <laughs> so
1: like okay. The the girl that he lives with is there. She's there, and that's kind of the the basis for that series. Is that like, he comes back from this, his parents are dead, like, they find him, like, dying out there, and then he be, he's suddenly this kind of asshole guy, and so they just kind of think, oh, he changed because he saw this hor- horrific thing. Yeah. And it's like, and she's like, God, oh, you used to be so nice, and then your parents died and this f- turns into his fucking jackass. <laughs> yeah. And so there was kind of that shift there, but... Huh. So in this one, it doesn't really deal with that home life angle too much, so... like. It's fucking zero, almost. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know he's there, and it's just like
2: I didn't even know that was his parents for a, like a long time, <laughs> yeah, right? Because right. they just show it as a thing. This is you know they find Satan in the ice or whatever Zeon yeah. in the ice. I assume, and these people are dying, and it's like okay, who the fuck is that? Right. We move right. on to the next thing, which is fine. I'm you know yeah. Let's set it up. But then I didn't... They eventually say, like, that it's his parents, but I didn't even connect it then. I was just like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Whose fucking parents was it? And I don't know if it was just me or if it was the way it was done. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it kind of... It doesn't really emphasize it at all in the first episode it's only the second episode you get that weird turtle demon with the right, faces then, in the shell. yeah and that's well, when it tells you it really yeah
2: because there's a part in the in the first one where they're walking him and his friend are walking and he says oh my my parents were killed in antarctica or whatever but i couldn't tell who was saying that oh <laughs> and so i was like well this guy's getting <clears throat> dad killed himself and he did it here, so it can't be him. But where's his mom? I don't know. Maybe she was one of those people in in the ice, and he's talking about that. Because, like, none of their mouths were moving. <laughs> they didn't animate the mouths because it was kind of far away. It was, like, a, a oh, wider yeah. shot. And it was like, I don't know who the fuck is talking. <laughs> and Well, I guess it's this kid, and his, his parents died. And it's like, well, why are his maybe that's why he knows this kid because his dad's archaeologist that his dad's an archaeologist you know and they like that's how they know each other but then they said they were in school together so it's like okay just coincidence they both happen to have archaeologist demon hunter parents you know <laughs> like
1: okay yeah that that's that i think is where uh having the actual proper story instead of a anime adaptation would uh, fill in the blanks on that. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, you think, like, this is... These were, like, three years apart from each other. They were. So there's... You know, they probably made that first episode thinking, okay, this is gonna be it. And then maybe they get... You know, they maybe never knew that there were going to be or couldn't plan on there being more. Yeah. count on it anyway. And and just kind of made each episode to be its own... Kind of thing. I'm like, okay, what we we want to tell this story, but we've only got this one hour to do it in.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it ends. That first episode just ends like in the middle of shit, though, because it's like he becomes Devil Man. He goes on his, you know, he's killing all the punks and stuff, and then he picks up his friend, and he's like. Oh fuck, he's dead. <laughs> like,
0: no. <laughs> and then that's really? the
2: end of the thing. And so I mean I guess that in eighty seven it would be assumed that you would know if you're in Japan, you know your devil man, you know. Right. <laughs> you learn it, it with it was, your ABCs. Yeah.
1: It was just the uh the origin story of uh Right. I mean,
2: but like if you had let's imagine if there was like a fucking spider-man movie it's the origin story and it ends with him holding mary jane no and it just ends and you'd be like that's it there's not going to be another one that would be kind of a big deal so i feel like it's yeah i don't know if they knew they were going to do another one but they they certainly hoped i would think
1: yeah i would think compare it to spider-man it would be more of like um, if he does it when uncle ben dies and yeah like, like if they'd had a whole movie of just him get leading up to that point of uncle ben dying going no i should have yeah. stopped that bad guy now i'm gonna be spider-man and <laughs> the thing with uncle ben is though he he
2: dies though yeah, yeah. that's why i said mary jane because she's like a character that continues but you know she's in peril sometimes
1: right right but yeah, because you start the second episode, and it's just like, oh, he's, the dude's just in the hospital, okay. Right,
2: and it's not even, like, a big deal, because right. it doesn't start with that. It just starts with, you know, some demon calls the house, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> just gets a phone call from the fucking turtle man.
0: <laughs> Come to the sewers.
2: And they don't even show, they don't say what he's saying into the phone or anything. You just see the kid, like, all right
1: who the fuck was that <laughs>
2: and then he jumps out the window
1: yeah yeah i hadn't really uh thought about the logistics of that one but. well i certainly did because because <laughs> it was just right, like, that does make, like no sense the idea of
2: the idea of that turtle guy calling i just thought was funny <laughs> so i thought about that quite a bit
1: yeah because by the time he got there i'd kind of forgotten there was a phone call <laughs> like, yeah like you're right that's just was like wait who was calling him
2: well the only reason i remember specifically is because i was watching it and they got to the he's in the sewers and he's like talking to his mom on the guy's shell and i was just like how the fuck did we get here? Like, what? Like, did I miss something? Like, what happened? What? What's going on? And I just restarted it because it was only a couple minutes. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. He got a phone call from the demon. Like, how did I not remember that? Like, what the fuck? But yeah, it's it's very quick and it's not really emphasized or anything like that because you you just see him answer the phone and then he's
1: he's just out the window yeah and
2: you don't even see him jump out the window you just see the girl following him like what what the fuck is he doing like where's he going he's so weird and then the fucking windows open and he's gone Mm -hmm. and then it cuts to him in the sewer like stepping on a skull yeah um, I
1: thought there was some uh, rooftop bouncing around first. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. He does. He does uh, jump around up mm-hmm. upstairs. Does the, the Spider-Man routine? Yeah, he does do that for a little while. Yeah, I, I forgot about that.
1: So yeah, there is there is a bit of that. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, by the time you get to the sewer, I just. Totally forgotten. <laughs> totally forgot <laughs> the phone call started this all. Yeah,
2: <laughs> well, that's my favorite part. I think. <laughs> Fucking just thinking about that de- the, the turtle guy on like in a pay f- booth, <laughs> yeah. phone booth, you know, or something.
1: I, I, I'm just gonna picture he like just pops his head out of a manhole into a phone booth. There instead. you go. Yeah, <laughs> just, his little eyes twitching everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> reading a phone book. Like where is Devil Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Akira Fudo. Uh, oh, I was gonna say that. I think that's how you're supposed to know it's his his parents that died is the the last name uh, Fudo. Do they say that at the beginning? I, they probably do. Oh. I'd I'd have to like look at it again and like piece that together. But oh. I know. in, in Japan, I'll, there's a lot more of calling people by their last name. yeah. And so I think there would have been just a stronger connection there of identifying the characters as Fudo. Oh, okay. Then then the kid comes up and he's Fudo. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay, they're related. Yeah. And then he talks about, you know, losing his parents in Antarctica and whatever. Right, and you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I think that's how it would have worked... In a Japanese perspective, yeah, to make more sense, but
2: yeah, because if they said the name at the beginning, when those people were in the ice, I sure don't remember it because yeah, I was more yeah. concerned with the the frosty Satan in the ice <laughs> <laughs> that apparently didn't get defrosted until the end of the second episode for <laughs> him to de- bestow some powers on on the bird girl.
1: Yeah, in a series that long, I and mean, they didn't even get to him in the old seventies TV oh, okay. series, and that was like a good—I don't know how many episodes long. But yeah, they, they did not get there. No. Oh well, he's the uh, the eternal villain that you're always yeah. always out of reach. With. Well,
2: maybe they got to him in one of the other things. They have multiple other De- Devil Man things, you know. Right, right. I just my only reference for like people calling. <laughs> By the last names is, we had this teacher in high school who was a military guy. He was in Vietnam, and mm-hmm. he would always tell. He would call us by our last names because he it's a military thing. Right. And I just, I always think about him because there was one day where my friend had a a kidney stone, and he had to like not be in school because he had a kidney stone, and. This fucking teacher at the beginning of the class was like, Folks, I got some bad news. Harris is not going to be here today. He's got a kidney stone, so I want you all to pray for Harris because he's going through a rough time. <laughs> and I, I just was like, Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? And then when, every, when he when he came back a few days later, like, everyone was like, oh, how'd that kidney stone go? And my friend was just like, how the fuck does everybody know this? <laughs> it was funny. Mm-hmm. I still think about it. Uh. But he used to call us by our last names, and it was a website class, and I knew HTML, so we had our website done. And he would always be like, oh, Harrison Kauf, they just, oh, God damn it, they know. <laughs> They're just... You should follow their example. And then meanwhile, when he would go around the other side of the room, we had our website done, so it was fine, but we would just alt-tab into StarCraft, (laughs) and we were just playing the shit out of StarCraft, like everybody else in the class. But uh, we were the only ones that actually had our work done and were playing StarCraft. Everyone else was just playing the StarCraft. But uh, I don't know. That's the only thing I think about when I think about people calling me by my last name. Mm. but in in Asian cultures, it comes first, yeah, so yeah. that would makes sense that it would have some some weight to it
1: All right so it's definitely uh used a lot more like yeah for sure it can it can also wind up being very plot relevant at times, yeah in that uh when you call someone by their first name that means you're on like a close personal uh, basis with yeah. that person. And so a character who stops saying the person's last name and starts saying their first name indicates oh, a shift okay. in their relationship. Oh, okay. So it can actually be significant to story development, yeah. depending on how it's uh, how the writer uses it and stuff.
2: Now, does that come through on the subtitles, though? Because I, I've that, noticed that that's a little... That's
1: very... Questionable whether yeah. it does in the subtitles or not. And more and more on recent stuff, it will. But, like, anything like that was actually subtitled back in the 90s probably is yeah, just going to call not. people by their first name the whole damn time, regardless right. of what they're saying.
2: <clears throat> yeah, because I've noticed it a few times where it's like, okay, they're definitely not saying what the subtitle <laughs> is saying. They're saying whatever, yeah, something else. Yeah,
1: As, especially with old 90s subtitles and yeah. translation stuff was... uh but the the more modern fandom has demanded their accuracy to yeah. pinpoint accuracy of what's being said. So,
2: and the companies listen, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, that's nice of them.
1: I, I guess that's how they uh, prevented the whole uh, <coughs> kung fu movie boycotting for whatever dumb reason yeah. of well, we're not gonna buy it because it didn't do this one little thing we don't like. So right. then the company goes out of business and they just bootleg everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: the the. Classic Kung Fu movie fan. <laughs> the bootlegs are, are are in the soul of the Kung Fu movie fan, though, because, like, most of the movies, like the Shaw Brothers movies, I mean, their first legitimate release in the U.S. was probably the DVD in, like, 2005 or something for a lot of those movies. So, like, because even... I think even a lot of the VHS releases were like bootleg, like not actually officially licensed, mm. you know, copies. So it's kind of kind of a dicey situation with all that stuff. So people are used to getting shit cheap and yeah, yeah. And just they don't care cuz that's what they grew up with. So somebody's buying the stuff cuz now like the the eureka in the uk they keep putting more stuff out so hey. some people are buying those hey. Hey, <laughs> but man. they're they're actually doing it right with they're working with fans and like mm. like uh part of the problem with hong kong stuff is that when they release their own stuff in hong kong they just put the remix 5.1 sound they don't put the actual original mono sound mm. and so like when eureka is putting them out like some fan with some fucking DVD from <laughs> 1995 will be like okay this is the only DVD that has the actual mono sound and he'll rip it for them and they'll put it on the DVD, the Blu-ray and stuff so they're they're doing extra work to get it right mm-hmm. so yeah those releases are all top quality um so that's good yeah, or At least somebody's <laughs> doing something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but devil, man.
1: He's uh, got some weird-ass powers.
2: <laughs> this weird little antenna stuff. He's that, got the antenna. Like She had antenna, too. Right, right. <clears throat> I don't know if the yeah. other demons had antenna, but I want to say that some of them did. So, I don't know what that's about,
1: but... Um, maybe the whole weird fusion thing where they're, the demons are more... Amorphous, I guess. Yeah. They fuse with something and gain its powers.
2: Oh, maybe they fused with a thing that had antenna? Yeah. Well, that's the thing with the... They show the fusion at the end of the second episode where Bird fused with Rhino Guy or whatever the fuck he is. Yeah,
1: and that was a pretty simple one where it was just... From the waist up, it's her, and then the rest of it is the Rhino. Right.
2: And so I was wondering about that because... He's like, all right, fuse with me. He rips off his own head. And then, how did she... Did she rip off her legs or something to attach? I don't remember. Um, It seemed like she just kind of like...
1: They don't really...
2: Plugged the hole or whatever. Yeah,
1: they don't really show it, per se.
0: But she was just top off, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was basically dude... Ripped his head off, and then, like, where his neck was is where her waist starts, and she's right. she kind of this. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> remember
2: seeing legs, but I don't remember them ripping her legs off.
1: Right, it, it doesn't show anything like that. So I, I don't think it showed the actual fusion between them. Like, to see the actual fusion, so it's actually in the first episode, and it's not any specific characters, but you get that. Intro w- before you know what the hell is even going on with the dinos and stuff, yeah, yeah. That was all demons eating each other and fusing, and then you see them mutate into some weird other version of itself. And Yeah, I'd have to and, watch
2: it again. I don't remember them mutating, I just remember them like, yeah, you, you eating don't each other. And notice
1: stuff. it unless you like know that that's what happened, go back and uh, look okay. at it again because you you first see it and you're just like, okay, there's shit happening, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, just
2: a bunch of dinos chewing other dinos and fucking demon things. And yeah, it's all yeah. like I mean it was cool. It reminded me a lot of of in in the third Dark Tower book when they're on the monorail and he's he's describing all these fucking weird demonic creatures that are out in the wastelands mm-hmm. out that he sees out the out the windows and uh, they were all like weirdo sort of dino demon looking things as I remember it in my head. And so it was like, oh, this is like that. This is that part of <laughs> of the wasteland. It's like, ah, oh, I love it. <laughs> so I enjoyed yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I think that was like the <clears throat> ancient past of like demons coming to Earth or something. And yeah, that's what it seemed like. Because because they, when they find the that weird demon hat thing that yes. shows in the past, there's some more fusion in that that you see. Like you see the fairy girl get like eaten by that plant thing, and then but then there's like. So then it fuses and it's like the, that fairy girl with all the weird tendrils like ripped through her flesh and Okay. And it's like attacking huh. another demon and it just like engulfs it and so it's it's kinda of showing how the fusion works, yeah. at least with other demons from the past. So. Right, okay. So something similar to that must have happened with yeah, Sirene yeah. and and whatever the other guy
2: Well maybe she maybe she like she just jumped in the neck hole, yeah, and her legs went <laughs> just inside and then fused, yeah, and then the bodies just sort of fused together, like his fucking muscles and shit like went through her legs, and they became one,
1: <laughs> yeah, so- something weird like that, yeah yeah, ah,
2: oh, they should have <coughs> they should' fucking animated that, yeah, it would have been great, but... <laughs> let's see that it ran out of money, though,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Speaking of animation, uh, the animation's pretty dope and yeah
1: it's it's really high quality animation here yeah it's pretty good, especially stuff. for an OVA it's kind of the top of the line stuff yeah like
2: it seems uh I, I consistent didn't, too it's, it's consistent and good and i I was surprised i didn't right I didn't I mean, necessarily think that it was going to be bad, but I just didn't think it would look as good as it did.
1: Yeah, it's all, it's all really nicely done. and Like, in that first episode when they're being chased through the mansion, yeah, all those demons yeah. kind of crawling around. Through, I was like, yeah, I like that. That's that some good-looking shit right there. Yeah,
2: I like that. I like all those, those demons, guys. Yeah, the first episode I, I liked. I didn't really like the second one, but the, the first one I liked a lot because that one... I mean, it's October. It's horror. That one seemed like, oh, this is. This yeah, that,
1: it felt a lot more horror. This in that is first like a episode, horror yeah. thing,
2: and it's a good concept. And then there's a fucking party at the end, <laughs> you know? Like, there's a lot of gore.
0: It's just, it was like, all
2: right. I mean, it's, it was still a little slow, you know. Overall, I thought it could be shorter, but, but. Uh, i had a good time with
1: it yeah yeah the car coming to life that they gotta yeah and the shot. car
2: it's cool <laughs> all it. yeah it's fun um and so like i was a little disappointed because the there's a, a mystery that's going along with it too where you're learning about like the demons yeah, yeah. and like oh how is they how are they gonna do it and how are they gonna fight these fuckers off and And then the second one is just basically, like, fighting. (laughs) I was just like, ah, I want to know more about these things. I want to learn more of the history, and I don't know. I want to get into it. Well, they just fought. I was like, ah, I don't want to just see fighting. (laughs) Come on.
1: A little bit. Yeah, yeah. And there was, I guess, a little bit of horror there in the house when they're still creeping around and... Yeah,
2: yeah, there is a little bit. That, yeah, that
1: water monster and the, yeah, the, I did like that. Yeah, and the the wife just like dripping through the ceiling when she's like yeah, yeah <laughs> like going yeah, through the, the lights like flickering. That's right. Like, I that was no. There, I, there's a little bit of weird stuff like that. I
2: did them. like that part. That was probably the best part. That and I I did like the the the, the idea of the fusion. Yeah, and like just. When that dude fucking rips his own head off. Like, ah, <laughs> like that, that's cool. I would like to see a live action one, though, because I think it really would lend itself to, mm. like, nice. And not necessarily nowadays. Like, it would All have right. to, like, if they made this and, like, Eighty-eight, eighty-seven. You know, like I, the heyday of physical effects.
1: I want to say there. I know there's a live-action Devil Man. There is. So that's two thousand four. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay. I yeah.
2: looked it up and I watched the trailer, and so I, I I watched the trailer. Right. I started the trailer, and I thought, oh this this must be the wrong trailer, because this looks like a CG animated movie. Mm. And I went away. Tried to find another trailer, found a different trailer that was, like, a different edit. Started relatively the same, but it started with live-action footage. I was like, okay, this is it. And then it goes into this CG stuff, and I was like, wait. Like, is that just the effects in this movie? Are they just that bad? (laughs) Like, whoa. And it was really low-quality, the trailer. Like, there wasn't a a Mm. good-quality one. But then I kept watching this one, and it was like, okay, this is definitely live action. And then it just cuts to like fucking PlayStation 1 cutscenes. <laughs> and it was like, holy Christ. I don't think, I don't know that this is going to f- scratch the itch that I have yeah. for live action Devilman. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's gonna cut it. <laughs> Cause I
2: was really curious to see live action. And, and, uh, so I went to the, I went to see if it's on, I get these emails from right stuff, anime, and they distribute yeah, a, lot a, a lot of companies. Yeah. So I looked up the DVD and it was a Tokyo shock DVD. And I know that they distribute Tokyo shock. So I went there, it's on sale $2 for the DVD. I thought, Oh, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> But before I did, I thought, I better watch this trailer. <laughs> before I just because it's 2004, I don't know. That,
1: that's an iffy time, yeah.
2: And so then I watched the trailer, and I thought, <clears throat> I don't know, two bucks. <laughs> Maybe a little bit too much. <laughs> I don't know. It didn't look
1: great. No, no. Like, 2004, that's, like, the worst time for anime. And as much as that's not anime, it's tied into it. So I, I don't know.
2: It didn't look great, and it had... I mean, everybody says it's a piece of shit. That doesn't necessarily mean anything with me, but... Right. But... Uh, it, <laughs> I could see why it would be <laughs> very off-putting initially, because it does not look good.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, who knows? Maybe it's a masterpiece, and we... <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> a masterpiece with garbage CG.
2: Perhaps. I read... um I was reading about Gonagai, guy and they were talking about the guy who directed Tokyo Gore police. Mm, um, okay. And I don't remember what his name is. It's yeah, like Nishimura remember. or something.
1: Yeah. That sounds right.
2: Anyway, he was saying that he's a big fan of Gonagai, guy. And at some point he would love to do live action devil man and perhaps live action violence Jack as well. But I was just like, oh man, live action Devil Man, and this guy is like a physical effects kind of a guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ah
2: <clears throat> oh, man, just I haven't seen. I don't think I've. I think I've seen one of his movies, but I don't remember if he did that one or not. Um, but uh, anyway, what I've seen of his movies, it's like okay, this is, you know, creature effects and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you like, would
1: probably like his movies. Like, I yeah, got some crazy just physical effects goofiness just for the fun of it kind yeah of fun physical fun. effects gore that yeah <laughs> like even though it's like low budget and like you can right. tell it's fake but it's uh i think you would like them.
2: i think i would and what i've seen it looks like stuff i would like and it reminded me of like the later trauma movies um and just like it's just over the top yeah, fun, yeah. It, and so
1: that that's a good comparison there. <laughs> yeah. So it seems
2: like, you know, like, oh, I should like this guy. So the idea of him doing a devil man. Yeah,
1: that would be awesome. I would totally be down for that. Seems like, oh fuck.
2: Because in the quote, it was saying that like, he wanted to do devil man because he saw the 2004 movie and he didn't think it was good. He thought he could do a much better one. Mm. And I thought, well, judging from that trailer <laughs> and what I know of you, I think you could. <laughs> so
1: yeah that'd be great if you could uh,
2: perhaps it will happen yeah i i don't know but i i think that guy cranks movies out so maybe one day he'll
1: get to it sometime get to it
2: so yeah so what do you i mean how do you land do you like the first one or the second one Um,
1: i don't know i kind of like them both yeah and I kind of like, I have seen these before, so I kind of knew going in what to kind of expect. So it was kind of like, oh, yeah, here's the turtle guy. Here's the, yeah. Like, yeah, and then they've got the whole siren thing, which kind of surprised me because there was, um, in the TV series, there was some female demon that Amon was in love with before he merged with Akira. Okay. And so there was some arc with that, and I would have kind of thought they'd have tackled that as a... As, and that would have been more of what you were asking, for of, like, more history of what's going yeah, on. Because like like, they actually yeah. had, like, a history of... Well, oh, that's or, the bird girl. Um, not, I don't think it was the bird girl, but it was some other girl demon, probably. Oh, okay. It, it, and so at first I kind of thought that was where they were going to go with it. Was to... Did
2: this girl demon also have her tits out?
1: <laughs> probably. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that was a kid's show they probably had uh, that covered okay, up. Oh,
2: okay, yeah.
1: But I do remember little brief flashes of nudity in that show. So Okay, well, it is
2: Japan, so <laughs> yeah, they, the they standards were not, are different.
1: Yeah, they, they were not as uh, concerned with that. But.
2: Not as concerned, but... Perhaps not as concerned because of what Guy did with Perhaps. taking on the PTA and their protests Perhaps. and stuff. Because, <laughs> like, I was reading about him and he he did like a number of firsts for the industry. Like this, yeah, yeah. What I I mean, this guy is like he's not just some dude with violence. Like he's really reshaped a lot of stuff. Right. right. Like they were saying his his show. Or his, his comic Mazinger Z was like the first mecha with a pilot, like where the main guy was piloting a mech. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, isn't that like every fucking anime? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Like, that's... that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, like, yeah. holy fuck.
2: And, and, like, uh, the. The erotic thing whatever that first thing that was a hit was like the first erotic thing that kind of spawned its own you know now that's like a whole empire unto its own thing right. and like dude and there was some other thing where it was like this is one of the first examples of the magical ger- girl genre and i was like dude did this dude just start everything
1: <laughs> what the fuck was the first magical girl huh
2: it was like, it didn't say it was the first, it said it was like one of the first examples, and I don't remember what show that was, yeah, but... What, Cutie uh,
1: Honey is the big one that he does in The Magical Girl. Cutie Honey I always thought of as more of a parody of the genre. Yeah. Because it, it's very clearly just like taking that genre and then throwing sexy girl in there and making tons of yeah sex jokes.
2: Man, this guy is, this is like a real deal, you know, fucking influential guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, he definitely is important to the industry, for sure.
2: Yeah. Especially, like, if you think about how anime is thought of or how it was marketed to... The West, like in the late '90s or mid '90s, whenever it was getting popular, and it yeah. was all like, "Oh, this is animation, but it's for adults. It's for you know, it's not for kids." Right, right. And that kind of shit, you know. And yeah, Gona Guy was, and that's big like on that's Gona guy. That happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's like, wow, why? It seems like he should be more popular, but maybe that's just because we're not in Japan. Maybe in Japan, he's uh, he is a big deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean anything that he's done, like his name is going to be plastered on it. Even yeah. the American advertising oh, stuff, okay. it's like the the case for this was like it's by legendary <laughs> okay. creator going to go. like he is a big. name Okay, in the so industry. people people know who he is. I mean, it's just yeah, me. It, I any, know anyone who, who actually knows much about the anime industry knows that name. He's, okay, he's super important. There's so many shows that he's done that all just that have a big. Uh, name recognition factor i mean there's like devil man and there's like cutie honey is another big one yeah it's a big one um <clears throat> violence jack and there's tons of weird shit that uh what was that other one that i was thinking of mind is going uh <laughs> keko common that's the that's that's <laughs> the really nudity pushing one where it's oh, okay. the Oh, yeah, like, he's a Massenger Z, like, he did that. And yeah. That, that's, like, a lot of his stuff, if he's unknown, it's because by the time it came out in the West, all of his stuff was old. Oh, okay. Like, because, like, like, he started out in, like, the 70s. And, and yeah. Like, like, and, like, by the late 90s, you know, he's already done the majority of his big career stuff. So yeah. So, he's kind of, so a lot of it is just, like, old stuff that... You kind of had, like, in the 80s or 90s, if you were an anime fan, you had to be deep into it to get to his stuff, because it was all done and over by that, for the most part.
0: Yeah, okay. And,
1: but even then, I don't know, there was, like, a 90s Cutie Honey remake, and...
2: There's a live-action one that's, like... Yeah, there's a live-action movie or that was or something. 2000s something.
1: like, his stuff still gets remade, like, Devilman is really new. Um, yeah, Devil that's Lady the... was, I think, mid-2000s. Yeah. Um... I think there's a new Cutie Honey Now that was made within this past decade. Well, there you in go. anime of that. Um,
2: so he persists.
1: Yeah, it's it's his stuff is like the groundwork of anime stuff. It's still getting redone and rebooted. and. You know.
2: All right, well, that's good. I It just felt like, man, why doesn't people... They don't know about this guy. <laughs> like, this is a big
1: guy, and it's just me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be, I think Messenger Z is one that... I don't actually that one might have gotten a reboot too there was some no getter robo i think that one might be going guy as well i'm not sure on that so yeah he's he's definitely a really big name in the industry um oh, black lion we watched that one that way sure. that one apparently didn't catch on anywhere even though that's possibly my favorite of his things yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm trying. Like, what was that even? I don't even remember what it was. It was
1: the the ninja guy versus the Terminator, basically. Oh that, yeah, that samurai Terminator running around. Yeah, with, yeah, okay. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that one, but yeah, huh?
2: And, and oh, good old violence, Jack. <laughs>
1: yeah, good old violence, Jack. Uh, speaking <laughs> of violence, Jack, there was apparently, I guess this was a fan theory for a long time. And at some point, I guess, in one of the mangas that either alluded to it or hinted that it was actually true, or maybe it just flat out stated it or something. But, yeah. Um, at some point in the manga, people were like, oh my God, this confirms it. And I'm not sure exactly what it was. But apparently, Violence Jack is Devil Man in the future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Like, it's the same character. It's, it's oh. somehow lost his wings and. <laughs> Oh, weird. Like, supposedly that's actually Akira Fudo in the future. Just huh. The apocalypse happens, and he's like, well, shit. And he's still... <laughs> still wandering around just doing Trying stuff. to
2: help people. I don't even remember. What was he even doing?
1: He was... He was just kind of like... He'd show up and... Get in fights and... Yeah, okay. and, and was generally, like, less of an asshole than everyone else around him. Right,
2: that's right. <laughs> Not that yeah. he was really helpful, but No, he he yeah he
1: he, uh, he kind of respected people and then like they'd try and kill him and he'd just kill them like, okay, whatever. But nice people, he was just like, Hi. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. He kind of rides that that line of is he a good guy or a bad guy? Right, right. He's killing a lot of people, but
1: they're generally they're, complete <laughs> lunatics. Yeah, so. they're
2: generally bad, so Yeah. Like hit the in in the first episode in that fucking the dance scene when his buddy Ryo starts killing people, <laughs> yeah,
1: it was like, like fucking oh fuck, <laughs> that dude was a nutcase. Yeah, he just whips out this broken bottle and just started stabbing <laughs> people, jamming people in the face with it. Like what the
2: hell, <laughs> man?
1: <laughs> like that guy had like no fucks to give. <laughs> no, but. It's Like what an asshole! <laughs> Jesus, dude, what
2: is is wild to me because he's just he acts like like uh, was, he's weird to begin with because he comes in and he's just like, oh, I gotta share my inheritance with you. It's so fucked up. You gotta you gotta share it with me. And it's just like,
0: who the fuck is this guy? Just coming in and just
2: just driving back and picking up some old friend and be like oh yeah we gotta share the
1: inheritance and I was like
2: the fuck is this guy up to What's <laughs> wrong with this
1: the girl's like wait what the fuck are you doing he just pulls a fucking knife on her like no yeah. we're doing this yeah like well,
2: dude this dude is nuts and then they get to the house and he's like here put on this demon head thing and like man this guy is a lunatic <laughs>
0: who the fuck
2: He's wild.
1: He tells that story about his dad. It's like, oh my god, I guess I
0: know where he got it from. Yeah,
2: (laughs) it runs in the family, apparently. And then he starts killing people in the in the dance club. He's just like, oh, we got a demons like blood, so we got to spill some blood. It's like,
1: dude, like
0: (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) Like,
2: it's just just kind of a uh, shock to me. Yeah. He was such an asshole. Yeah, he was. And he's theoretically, like, one of the good guys.
1: Right? Uh, it, it it surprised the hell out of me when he pulled that gun out, too, because you don't see it until he just wham, just yeah. whips it out and shoots. You're like, oh, he's got a, this freaking shotgun thing. <laughs> Whatever yeah. the hell it was. It didn't really look like a shotgun, but...
2: No, yeah, it was it was, something like that.
1: But... It was clearly firing some kind of buckshot, so...
2: Yeah, a little sod off or something. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> that dude was a trip. <laughs> he
1: was. I was like, holy fuck! Yeah, guys, okay. that that again. I I think that guy is, um, the opposite of Acura. Of Acura is this nice guy who takes on these this demon powers, true, yeah. and he's he's kind of morally holding together this instinct for evil and i think ryo is kind of the opposite where he is the angelic character and this this is what i mean by Gonagai guy challenges the standard morality <laughs> okay. the devils are not evil the angels are not good and <laughs> but they but the, the
2: the demons are evil though
1: they they are but at the same time like you have that scene with Cyrene at the end where there's this love there's this relationship going on and and that's that kind of goes back to like what i what going yeah he he likes to look at the you try to find the good in something evil and try to find the evil in something good
2: yeah well i understand that like the demons are evil from a human perspective but from a demon perspective they're just doing demon stuff it's you know they're right, right it's not necessarily evil they're just doing their thing and then apparently they love each other and they have a, a range of emotions um but like i don't know where the angel part comes in with that dude <laughs> like
1: yeah that's that's where i think like this is just being a very small chunk of the story yeah i think because so, it definitely hints that this guy has powers it does. Because in that second episode, he's like, Oh, I'm healing faster than the doctors expect. And then at yes. the end, he's like, Oh, maybe I have some telepathy. And then Akira's like, Wait, power? Does he have right. power? Like, right. you can see Akira just kind of thinking, Wait, does this guy also have superpowers?
2: Well, he was there too, like, when everybody else was fusing. So,
1: right. So, you'd you think know. he got something. And originally, before I actually watched this, because Cyrene's on the cover. And she's this bird demon with white feathers. I assumed she was going to be the angelic uh, character. That she was going to be some kind of angel and do this whole angel versus demon thing where the demons aren't quite as evil as you think they are and the angels aren't quite as good as you think they are. Right. And having seen it, I think they were building up Ryo to become that angelic character that he would later on in the series that would become a more... Uh. uh, Important aspect,
2: but you don't know anything. I don't.
1: No, I don't know anything okay. now. But that's that's my theory of where that is going with yeah. that character, huh? Of what they were building to eventually become.
2: But like, do we know if angels are a thing in this this Devil Man world?
1: Um, like, I, do they ever say that? I don't know. I don't know that they do.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure. Because like.
1: I know You're that... You're
2: saying angel because it's the natural opposite of right, the demon right. or whatever? Right,
1: I know that in other... I know that in Devil Lady, there is some angelic stuff going oh, on. Oh, okay. And so I'm assuming from that, that that's also a representation over. of the, the broader franchise, but... Yeah. It might not be. Okay.
2: Um, well, I, I know that that, that guy, Ryo, is in other things, like he's in crybaby because i looked that up and, yeah and it was like there's his name like okay this and is the main guy. i think
1: he was in that little manga thing with hitler going on and stuff like i think he was in that somewhere i think he was Oculus <laughs> friend in that so he's definitely yeah. a major part of the manga and the, the series as a whole huh okay um why he got left out of the tv series i don't know yeah maybe because they just didn't want to go there with the angel being evil and Yeah, maybe they wanted to... They just didn't want to hit that angle for a kid's show.
2: Clear up the morality and just have... Yeah. Devil man kicking ass every week, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, because that's really what it was. It was that monster of the week form. Yeah. Here's a new demon sent by Xenon, and he's gonna...
2: Xenon stroking a little baby demon, you know, at (laughs) the end of the episode. (laughs) A little purring demon. Huh. Well, I'm curious... About this this Devil Man thing.
1: Yeah, it's something that there's not a lot of like there's that old '70s series, but there's not like a big representation. I guess there's now there's Devil Crybaby. Yeah,
2: I do want to watch that because the and, guy who made Kaiba, he also okay. directed uh, Crybaby.
1: Okay, okay, that's even more of a reason I want to watch that. Yeah, but I, I mean, th-
2: among other things too, he's directed a bunch of like features that I've heard very good things about yeah but yeah. Uh, so he seems like a guy to to look into,
1: yeah okay because i I saw just little like visuals of it, and they just looked really weird and I thought it was some bizarre spinoff that wasn't oh. really so much of the main series, but then I looked into it more and I think it really is more of just uh, as much an adaptation of the main series as anything oh, okay but, so hmm. that that one might be the closest to getting a proper full length story of the standard devil man yeah. story because like after watching this of course i'm seeing more of like how you could take that akira character and and apply the crybaby name to him of him being this very timid kind character oh, at the beginning y- yeah and having this you know this concern and emotion for other people and other living things and yeah having actual empathy and
2: yeah that doesn't really come up much it's after that first episode right. I mean, there's a little bit where he's, like, taking care of the the girl in the second episode. And, you know, he clearly is caring about these people. I mean, he does leave the, the parents <laughs> stuck in the walls. But that was because there were greater immediate right, concerns. Right.
1: Like, okay, people are melting through walls. I don't know what to do about this. Someone's screaming. I got to check that
2: out. Right. Like. So, you know, he can be forgiven for that. Yeah. He had to do what he had to do but yeah,
1: yeah and that that in that old TV series is kind of like that like he is this very nice guy and then once he's possessed by the, by he it's he's becomes this more of a jackass this, like
2: 100% of the time yeah he doesn't he's kinda, go back and forth
1: he doesn't really no he doesn't go back and forth it's like that's just his personality from oh, then on okay is he's just kind of this jerkwad kind of a yeah. but he's in love with the girl so he's kind of huh
2: I guess that makes sense cuz like if i was possessed by a demon <laughs> and i was using all of my pure-heartedness to like hold the demon in check and like control right, right. his essence or whatever yeah i'd probably be an asshole too <laughs> so
1: yeah and that's that seems to be an angle that this series specifically takes that I haven't seen in the other devil man stuff is that Acura is in control. Like he overtakes Amon's personality. Yeah. And in the TV series, it's like the opposite. Like Acura's is just dead. Oh, weird. And Amon's just taken his form and it's just, he is just the demon Amon. Who oh, Weird. But then he, he's like in this human form and he's trying... And like in the TV series, he's actually just rebelling against Xenon. He's just like, I'm going to rule the demons. Yeah. And he, so he's just a traitor. And then they... So they kind of like try and kill him and he runs away. Cause there's just, and so he hides out with the, this huh. human family. And he's just kind of like, all right, I got to plan my takeover of the demons. Oh, and wow. then he falls in love with the girl. And he's like, god damn it, I need to protect this girl because he likes her. And so, yeah. he's, and so she's kind of bratty with him and they they have that dynamic that you see a little bit in in this show where they're yeah kind of just bickering at each other and yeah a little bit that's kind of their relationship is amon's a dick (laughs) and she doesn't stand for it so she just shouts right back at him and right but then he's like he doesn't want to hurt her because he's fallen in love with her and so he kind of does what she says she kind of (laughs) badgers him into being a good guy yeah so he's kind of you you can see in the TV series that it's kind of her teaching him to be a good guy and that he's growing into that role because he wants to, uh, yeah, uh, be on good terms with her. And,
2: huh? Yeah. They don't go into that. Yeah, really It's, it's a all.
1: very different, that, that's why I mean by like, clearly there's distinctions yeah. in how these different, uh, versions of the story get told. There's
2: cause I do get a sense that he likes her in this, but it's very subtle. Like, he's protecting her he makes sure she's you know back in the bed and you know covers her up and so he clearly cares and he there's definitely a shift from original akira and devil man fused akira he's much more of an asshole in general Mm -hmm. but yeah, you don't really get any of that. Like, let's soften the demon <laughs> a little. You know, you, there's none of that. There's not really time yeah. for that in this.
1: Yeah, and that's that's another aspect to this one is that it's they're just, it's, they're cl- the two series are clearly tackling the story from different angles and yeah. different aspects. Like, like this one takes that whole first hour or so episode just to create the character. Because right. to for this one, that's what it's about is about this whole confronting the demons and and how they work and yeah, getting yeah. involved into that aspect of it and really examining the demons as uh, what they're doing and stuff and how it all works. Whereas the TV right. series is going at it more from uh, just a superhero kind of an angle. How do we set up this yeah. superhero situation where he's <laughs> going to fight a new v- supervillain every week and have the <laughs> usual superhero stuff going on. And
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's uh they're doing different things that lead them down different paths.
2: Yeah, they for, for sure seems like that. I'm curious about the other ones though. you seen Devil Lady?
1: Yeah, Devil Lady's a good one. Is that, I, was, I think that's an early 2000, maybe late nineties. I would have to check the year on that, but it's, uh, it might be like super late nineties or something. Oh, okay. but.
2: It seemed like, uh, an interesting idea. Just, Hey, what if it was a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of a stupid idea, but like, it seems kind of interesting. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and I will say that one has a very different set up than this and oh, goes okay. in very different directions than either of the devil man things oh, I've seen. Because okay.
2: so, like the the little description was just basically like hey, he just
1: thought like, well, what if it was a girl? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and maybe that's where the idea came from, but
2: But it's a little bit more than that.
1: Yeah, her origin is totally different and it doesn't really get into demons as a weird like supernatural race invading the world or anything like that it's oh weird it goes a very different route on it hmm. and I enjoy it I think it's really good I don't know how it fits together with the proper devil man stuff or if that's just this an- anime doing its own thing whereas yeah in the mangas maybe it intertwines a bit more oh. effectively
2: oh you think that they're existing in the same universe
1: yeah i don't know i'm not sure it could be definitely anime definitely not but yeah how much gets altered with the adaptation i'm not sure
2: right Hmm. well i don't know i guess we'll have to find out
1: yeah so someday that would be a good one to check out that's that's a good 10-hour series so
2: yeah
1: yeah well whenever you're ready for that perhaps perhaps (laughs) yeah
2: i did notice when i was looking for this i saw it was on uh amazon the the devil lady Mm. i don't know if it's subtitled or what but but it was on there to stream
1: right that'd be a a way to watch it
2: yeah so i i didn't look any further than others other than seeing it i was like oh there it
1: is yeah uh, I'll say um, <laughs> the animation is not quite as good as this uh, Devilman animation here for the OVA. It does not, yeah, does not live up to that standard. So, well, this is like the this is so, some high end stuff. Yeah, it's good, and it's
2: the era when like you, you know, could get it's good the f- stuff. Yeah, fucking late eighties, yeah, early nineties, like. That's just when shit was good. <laughs> right. Like this, I don't know, man. That was like the peak of everything. Yeah.
1: Kind of was. And it's just, I don't know. It's kind
2: of, there's a lot of good stuff outside of those, those times, of course. But, right. But right, man, like, that's and a fucking sweet spot.
1: It, it is. It really is. Uh, like, you got that's good stuff from that era is like, that's the best.
2: It really is. <laughs>
0: Well,
2: um, anything else about.
1: Oh, I was going to say that um, I noticed the music composer, Kenji Kawai. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, God damn, I know I've seen this guy in other stuff. And I looked him up. He has done a shit ton of stuff.
2: He really has, yeah. Um, Yeah, I looked him up as well.
1: Like,. Some stuff you've seen, like uh, Luna Varga, <laughs> randomly. Up. Oh, I get that I like, oh, okay. oh Luna Varga, okay. Like, I'm sure. Oh, weird. <laughs> um, I think the other big one, like, he's done a lot of Mamoru Oshii films. Yeah, like I, the li- I including saw Including Ghost in the Shell, and a lot of his live-action movies and stuff. Um, a couple other that I noticed that threw me off guard, and you would find interesting, he did the music for Ip Man. He did. And I know, too. <laughs> I saw
2: that he works in in uh, he works in a few Hong Kong movies. He did the the, the Soy Hark movie Seven Swords, which is like 2005 or something. Yeah. And uh, he did another Donnie Yen movie, Dragon Tiger Gate, that I don't particularly like. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, so he he he's a v- very prolific guy. Yeah, of stuff. I was just
1: like Sheryl Hill. I was like, holy crap, he's done all of this shit.
2: Yeah, he's a busy guy.
1: Yeah. I was like, are you sure there aren't just two Kenji Kawais running around?
2: No, (laughs) he's just fucking, he's into it. I looked at his website, too, (laughs) Uh... and it had this picture of him, and he had, like, fucking, like, his hair looked like he was in a mid-'80s hair metal band. (laughs) And I don't know how old the picture was, but it didn't look like it was an old picture. It looked like it was relatively recent, but the website looked like it might have been... uh, Constructed in the late nineties, <laughs> but it had it had modern information, so somebody's keeping Keep it up, it up yeah. but anyway, it had him, and then it had all these pictures of his like dope eighties guitars <laughs> and like a list of all his synths and stuff, and it was like, man, this guy he's fucking all about music, you know yeah <laughs> the The reason why I looked it up is because there's a couple of songs in this where the the synth and the way that they're used sounds exactly like the score for the Super Nintendo game Contra 3. And oh. I, I'm really into that. I played that so much when I was a kid. So I really love the music and I know it very well. And I thought, oh, fuck, I got to see if did this guy do it. And he did not. But uh, I, I found all these other things that he did. And I was like, wow, this, this guy is uh, something else. Yeah, he's, he's out there working.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw the ghost in the shell. I'm like, oh no, freaking wonder! Like, yeah, he did the yeah. ghost in the shell? God, how do I forget that?
2: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he did the music, and there's some uh, some pretty rocking tracks yeah. in this, yeah. as well as yeah. It's, I thought the music was pretty good.
1: Yeah, there's de- there's definitely a lot of. Honestly, I think both of these are are pretty well made and put together. Like.
2: Yeah. I would say that.
1: It's uh, a lot of competence went into.
2: Yeah, I would prefer uh, to not have a whole episode of just fighting, but you know, that's that's me. I don't think at that's most the, people.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. I enjoyed it all. Yeah, and I'd say at least it like bounced around. There were like four different demons he fights in that.
2: Yes, like, no. It's not. It's, it's it's not just
1: one thing he's up against.
2: There are multiple fights. But, yeah, it's just like, oh, and now he's fighting another guy. (laughs) And they're all cool. Like, each demon is unique and, you know, interesting. and, And, you know, it's just like, man, especially after the first one where it's like, it's like this slow descent into the knowledge of the demons and they're going in the basement. And yeah. Like, oh, this yeah, is there's cool. A, like we're, there's
1: a really big shift. Yeah, and... we're like
2: uncovering all this stuff and like, oh, this is what the world was like. There's these demons around and eating dinosaurs and stuff. <laughs> it's like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> this is cool. I, I, I like this. And then you get a little, you know, Devil Man goes nuts at the end there. But then the, I guess the second one is just, let him loose <laughs> yeah <You know? laughs> and i guess it makes sense because yeah. now he's around in the world and yeah, they, the demons know he's out or whatever but
1: right now he's now he's got a job to do he's got to
0: take yeah. down all those demons
2: <laughs> yeah yeah and they're all after him so it makes sense but just from for personally for me yeah space it out or something Yeah, and, that,
1: and that's kind of where i i think there's this just structurally they made the first one and three years later you get the second one you know they, they were yeah. each kind of just intended to be on their own yeah one thing and doing their own thing with it but
2: uh, yeah i mean i guess they weren't that popular they didn't make another one
1: yeah i don't know i mean this is also just that time period is the same time you were getting the 3 violence Jack OVAs you were uh, getting the Black Lion OVA you were getting oh uh, okay like there was just a ton of this Gona Guy stuff just right in those few years so okay. it was just like here is fucking everything Gona Guy yeah
2: the <laughs> resurgence of Gona
1: Guy yeah it was like right in there there's like at least those 3 I, w- I want to say maybe the Keiko Common anime was that same few years yeah i mean we're just talking like four or five years here with just all of these different ova series coming out wow so
2: that's uh i'm trying to think of what year toxic avenger 2 is (laughs) because i think it's 88 which Mm. would put it right in that that that, that would be right in the middle of it yeah going a guy makes his cameo there
1: yeah 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 i hadn't even (laughs) thought of uh the timing on that but yeah yeah, there, that just, would have been yeah. this going a guy.
2: Getting himself out there. Surge going out. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I wonder why at that time it was just like, fucking, let's go nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And <laughs> I mean, and maybe it's just kind of like there's stuff all the time of his. I don't know. Because I know the, there was a 90s Cutie Honey. Yeah. A uh, little recreation. And like I said, then there was Devil Lady. And then there's. So there's constantly been just uh, Gona guy stuff trickling out, yeah, you know, over time.
2: When did uh, OVA start? Because like VHS, um,
1: OVA is like the, like the like first OVA ever. I th- I want to say was like eighty three, maybe eighty two. Okay,
2: but eighty seven. VHS had a firm hold. Yeah, and there, there and were so definitely now like,
1: plenty of OVAs coming out by then.
2: So maybe they're like, okay, and here's our shot to just go nuts with Gona yeah, Guy violence.
1: Maybe that was it. Maybe that was the point where they just saw, hey, this OVA market is a market. Let's yeah. start tapping it.
2: And let's go nuts because we can't do full-on Gona Guy on TV or in the theaters.
1: Yeah. Especially with, like, Gona Guy, if you, like... You can't really put his stuff on TV because it's super R-rated, so it's hard to adapt it to a TV setting. And then movies are going to be so expensive to get a theatrical release. Yeah, so... Hey, OVA is kind of the perfect... Put them on video. Yeah. Because,
2: like, Violence Jack, OVA, Black Lion, OVA. That was OVA. I'm
1: pretty sure the Keiko Common one was an OVA. These are OVAs. It was just all these OVAs of it. Just bam, bam, bam. Yeah, well, there Um, you go. That 90s cutie, honey, was OVA. Um there we go, so it's yeah, it's
2: well, I think we figured it out, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cracked the code of devil man
1: you're just like, let's throw it all out there. I don't know why devil man well, I mean, I guess I know why it's his biggest work, but that's got that got clearly the biggest uh attention to quality, um, oh yeah, like animation yeah. wise and all that, stuff. It was like, it's like that's just the quality of this one is. Way above the others, uh, way above the violence. Jack. Yeah, for sure. Black Lion. And all well,
2: that. I know I, I looked up at that Gona guy was directly involved with these Devilman OVAs. Yeah. I don't know if he was on the other ones, but perhaps.
1: I'm sure he had some, a role to play, but yeah, it yeah. seemed like he was in the credits on this one in a way that made it seem more. More than just the original creator licensing it out or something, right. it seemed like he actually had his fingers in it. Yeah, and that kind of makes sense because if anything is his magnum opus, it's Devil Man. You know, yeah, that's his his big deal series that <laughs> is what he's about. If there's anything he's about in one single yeah. form, but, it's about Devil Man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, do we have anything else?
1: Uh, yeah, not really. I think I think we got it covered.
2: All right. Well, so. it's uh, it's definitely one to see if you like uh, devils and men fusing <laughs> together and gore in animated form. Yeah. Lots of that. Lots of uh, well animated gore and yeah. monsters and weirdo looking things. Yeah. Oh, you yeah.
1: have the mutations in that rave when the people just start mutating yeah, into yeah, the, the yeah. monsters and stuff. So. All just, that stuff yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really good animation there. I, I like the one where the like top half of his head is just a girl's head, just from the eyes <laughs> up, and then it's just like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <It's> so weird. <laughs> he just looks at it like, what the hell is this? Yeah. That one was goofy and funny, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Weird trippy demons. Lots of good stuff like that. Yeah, Japanese. The good impaled dog head just on that bamboo spike in the yard.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm not... uh, Yeah, see, that's the thing with, like, I like gore. It's fun, whatever, but, like... That one wasn't
1: fun. Animal
2: gore, like, they show those fucking rabbits all massacred. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they kept showing them, and it's just like, ugh. They looked too real for me. It's like <laughs> I love animals too much. I can't watch it like that. Uh. So even though it was drawn, it was just like it was, it was just so it was well drawn. <laughs> and they kept showing us fucking rabbits. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> please stop! <laughs> please
1: stop. <laughs> I, uh, they're too cute. <laughs> <laughs> He rescued the one. Yeah, thank God. I, I noticed it was uh, in the second episode. It was? There was um, the little boy, when he's hiding in his bed for the laundry, yeah, he's got the I... rabbit cuddled with him. Oh, uh, so okay. So he, well, he, he took good. the rabbit home. They, they gave it a good home. Well, that's good. Kept it away from the assholes with the slingshot. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Those assholes with the slingshot. It made me think of uh, the game that I love, Shenmue, because it's set in 1987, oh, eh? uh, the first game. And there are characters in the game that are kind of like those guys, yeah. <laughs> in the way that they dress and the way that they act.
0: Yeah, it's that's just like, the, oh
2: man, eighty seven. This is you know.
1: Yeah, those those are the archetypical, like high school shitbag asshole yeah. bullies in, in <laughs> anime. Are the are those guys? They're, they. That is that is a cro- the the high school bully asshole yeah. is is kind of these cross cultural. It, is, it they're, is. They're the Japanese equivalent of whatever the hell that guy was in Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> oh fucking juice! Juice, yeah. Fucking juice. Tangerine juice,
2: tangerine, yeah. Uh, Dodger, yeah. Good old uh, Garbage Pail Kids. See, it sticks with you more than you would think.
1: Yeah. But, you know, just just that random, like, high school asshole who goes crazy. and.
2: Yeah. No, know. there's a lot of them throughout film history and yep. throughout uh, actual history.
1: Oh, oh that's another uh, Toxic Avengers crossover. The assholes that... Uh, this is true. ...that yes. create Toxy. Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: They're, they're very punkish as well. Yeah. Yeah, well many, many parallels throughout history mm-hmm. and time <laughs> and media.
1: Yep. There will always be assholes. Yes,
2: this is a <laughs> universal truth of life. There will always be assholes. And so uh, don't be an asshole. <laughs> and audience. <laughs> See ya.
0: I lit up from know I was trailed by Didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around Set out, run, but I take my time A friend of the devil is a friend of mine I get home before daylight Just might get some sleep tonight Ran into the devil, baby, loaned me 20 bills Spent the night in Utah in a cave up in the hills Sit out and run about to take my time.
1: A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. I get home before daylight, just
0: might get some sleep tonight. I ran down to the levee, but the devil caught me there. Took my $20 bill and it vanished in the air. Running, but take... I uh, I heard what you said, but can you say it a different way?